No, this is something very, very great. But then today now, understanding the greatness, acknowledging the greatness, there are certain demands from this. There are certain things that the Quran demands demand of us. That is what should be very, very clear in front of us, should be foremost in our hearts and minds, and what we should be making an effort to live up to. In the short time that we have, inshallah, this is what we will try to discuss. And what are the demands of the Quran or what we can call the rights of the Quran Kareem upon us? Quran Kareem is the Kalam of Allah Taala. The rights of the Quran Kareem are very great. We cannot do any justice to even discussing one right of the Quran Kareem today. But just to touch on a few of them. And with this intention, that Allah Taala make the means of myself first and foremost, all of us, Understanding what the Quran Sharif demands of us, what are the rights of the Quran Sharif, so that we may bring it in our lives. These gatherings and this little discussion that takes place, these few words that are delivered, this is not just something that should become customary, that well, there's some occasion, and therefore there will be some talk. Nowadays, many a times, anywhere and everywhere, there's a talk of deal. Even in the midst of where there is no attention to the talk of deen, many a times in gatherings, for example, there is a wedding, people are in all different situations there, there are people, Allah forbid sometimes, that reports that come back, that in that gathering, that hall, women were dressed in all kinds of states of undress, and then the Quran was being recited, and then the talk of deen was taking place, and it was just one Allah forbid whatever it was, being taken out, and then as soon as all that was over, then the music started. So this just became just a prelude to give it a little bit of an uh, image of Deen, and then everything carried on through all. This is actually a very, very great disservice to the Quran. Very great disservice to the discourse of Deen. The Nasihat of Deen is for Hidayah. And it is for us to speak with that intention, to listen with that intention, Allah Ta'ala make it a part of our lives. So in any case, the folk of the Quran Sharif are very great. And just to touch on some of them, obviously the very first hat and right of the Quran Sharif is Iman in the Quran. To have Iman on the Quran Sharif. This is obvious. And to us, it might appear that this is just taking something that is very straightforward. Yes, indeed, on the one hand, Allah Ta'ala's gift and na'mat and favor, and the greatest bounty that Allah Ta'ala blessed us with, that we have the great gift of Iman. Allah Ta'ala keep us steadfast in this Iman. Allah Ta'ala keep us growing in this Iman. Allah Ta'ala take us on Iman and raise us in the day of Qiyam of Iman. Why we have to make sugar for the great Namad, this is something to also very carefully introspect. What is the level of our Iman? How correct is our Iman? We might be surprised sometimes that a person who is regular with his Salah, his five times Salah is performing, or even four times. Sometimes people perform four times Salah, the person is regarded as a Namadi. 
No, for cancer I still, Allah Kala, same as a protector, is still in the category of a nasib. Sign cancer is Muhammad. So in any case, a person is performing his sign cancer. MashaAllah, he has a beard. He's even dressed in the sunnah. But that youngster comes, he's studying in some university or wherever he's studying. And now he's talking something, he's discussing something. And in the course of that discussion, he then says, but this theory of evolution is something I now have believed in. The so-called theory of evolution, this fallacy of evolution, which negates so many ayahs of the Quran Now this person who is performing his Hakkan Salah, he is maybe making tilawah of the Quran also, and whatever other aspects of deen are occurring in his life, but he has now taken this complete false and this complete fallacy, this complete false theory, and he has made it part of his belief because he's been through that system where this is taught as a belief. And many a time, even youngsters who are in high school, while talking to them, they have many, many difficult questions. And there's a lot of confusion in their mind because this is part of the syllabus. And there's nobody teaching them anything else. Nobody is telling them their book whether this is part of the syllabus or not, it is false. It is a complete contradiction and negation of so many ayahs of the Quran So therefore this is something which is completely bathing. They carry on with it, they grow with it because they the whole agenda behind this. But they grow with this becomes kind of fact. Perhaps mentioned this on some previous occasion in this material as well. Once in one maktab, in one of the suburbs of Durban, one staff overheard two children quarreling. And one child called the other a baboon in that little corridor place. So staff called him out, the children came on, he says that he called me a baboon. So then, when the one child called the other a baboon, the, the response of the other child, the other child very calmly responded, he says, so what? All of us are from baboons. Now the Ustaz overheard that he called him, he says, what do you want? He says, you call me a baboon. So what do you say? I said, well, all of us are from baboons. So where you got this from? See, well, the teacher told us in school. So now the teacher told him in school that he grew up in baboon and I was with that. And he's growing up with this, he's now quite casual about it. And as he goes, Allah knows best what will become the situation thereafter. He might go for Hajj, Umrah, Hittan, and Arafat also. And he'll be begging Allah Allah, but he'll be hard to the scooper. This is the aspect of Imam in Quran to check what is going on. What are the children learning? What are they coming back with? Everybody has got everything at the tip of the fingers now. And what are they reading in it? Where about in which distant form of the world they are getting linked up with? And what's coming from there? What's coming from the old schools? <coughs> And those who are in the medical field in university especially are the most vulnerable. These are the most number of cases that have come up. So the other thing that is talking, he says, look, I have now come to this conclusion that this is fact. So this is what Imam in Quran that we have to check. It is an Imam correct. Otherwise, in the Quran person who disbelieves in one fundamental aspect of being, one fundamental aqidah of being, one ayat of the Quran, then everything is gone. 
He has committed kufr. And his actions, all the five times daily salah, that zakat that he gave, that hajj that he performed, that numerous umrah that he made, that charity that he gave, he doesn't rectify his iman. All this is just like a mirage in the desert. Person in the desert from a distance he sees water. When he comes to just the sand, there's no water there. Likewise, the person thought he was doing a lot. الَّذِينَ ضَلَّ سَعْيُهُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَهُمْ يَحْتَبُونَ أَنَّهُمْ يُحْسِنُونَ سُنْعَا All their efforts in dunya are all wasted. They thought they were doing great good. But the Iman wasn't right. The Iman wasn't right, everything was wasted. So to have complete and correct Iman, and for this we have to be checking, sitting with all of our Iman, and firing. And Alhamdulillah, those who make the effort to ask, then they realize where they go. So we have to make the effort. And those who are under our care, we have to keep asking them. To try and see what is going on under the surface. Otherwise, sometimes we get a rude shock. One grandfather took his grandchildren and went to Umrah. And now we are studying in a private school, Christian orientated school. 11, 12 years old. Now they went to Umrah. So now the first strike of the Kaaba came. The grandfather is taking his grandchildren and going. As he comes, he says, This is the house of Allah. Or he said, The house of the Lord. He just said it like that, whatever. So that child was walking along the way to the Umrah and excited and everything. Now in front of the Kaaba came, he asked his grandfather, But isn't Jesus Lord? All this while, everything was under the surface, nobody knew what was going on. Now he's attempting the services in the school, because the Christian oriented school, because there's a lot of prestige around it. This is the exclusive level of schooling involved here and whatever else. So what is going to be the risk to Imam that becomes the second baby? The schooling is the primary thing. And if the schooling the person gets the best cooling at the cost of Iman, that also has become well, one of the risks. Allah will protect us and save us. I found out the Kaaba Sharif. This child is asking his grandfather, his grandfather gets a shock of his life. He's asking his grandfather, isn't Jesus Lord? Where you got this from, you got it from school. <coughs> so Iman in Quran, this is a very, very fundamental thing that we keep checking. You know, Iman, the Iman of our children, the Iman of our family, what's going on? Otherwise, sometimes somebody is even doing his of the Quran One youngster who completed his of the Quran went on some program overseas, came back, and he came back and he completely negated everything, openly claimed that I got nothing to do with the team now. Coming from a family where people are involved in the work of being, whatever else, but when we get exposed, our children may get exposed to all kinds of things, then it's something very frightening of what becomes any result of the Imam. So, mashallah, this is a great gift and nahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the Quran Sharif, there's this shock and this enthusiasm to learn the Quran Sharif, to teach the Quran Sharif to our children. But the Quran Sharif has a right, and one of the first rights of the Quran Sharif is Imam the Quran. To check what is the level of the Imam of the Quran Sharif. Then, together with the aspect of Iman in Qur'an, then comes Amal on Qur'an. Obviously the Qur'an has been given to us, the book that Allah has given to us so that we may live up to it. 
may follow the progeny. Progeny has all the various ahkam. Everything is for Allah. Everything that pertains to Allah. Aqaib obviously we have to bring that into our lives. And everything that pertains to us in terms of our day-to-day life, that is for us to bring into our life. Whether Allah Ta'ala is giving us the command to aqeemu salah wa aqeemu zakah, establish salah, discharge the zakah, we have to make amal on that. Allah Ta'ala gives the command of fasting, summa aqeemu siyama ila layl, so now we will fast also. If the person has the ability to perform hajj, and hajj has become first, he made amal on that also. But often our amal in the Quran finishes off on this. Alhamdulillah, this too is great that a person is fulfilling these fundamentals of deen. But very often, this is where amal in the Quran comes and stops. Whereas the Quran has many, many other ahkam as well. The same Quran Sharif that says, Aqeemu Salawat al Zakat. That same Quran Sharif also gives us the command that Qulim Bukminina Yahudu min Absarihim wa Yahudu Kurujahu. Say to the believing men to lower their gazes and protect their chastity. It's also Quran Sharif. Just as we have to perform our five times Salah, we have to make Amal of this also. The same Quran Sharif. Gives us the command, Say to my servants to speak that which is best, use their tongues correctly. Stop uttering vulgarity. Don't use all kinds of foul language. Don't talk things that are obscene. Same Quran is giving us the command. So just as we have to fulfill the command of salah and zakah and fasting and hajj, we have to live up to this command as well. It's the same Quran that gives us the command that speaking about the muttaqeen, Allah Ta'ala gives the qualities of the muttaqeen, وَالْكَعْبِمِينَ الْغَيْرِ وَالْعَاقِمَ عَنِ النَّاسِ وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ That they are, this is now, Allah Ta'ala is giving us the qualities of the muttaqeen as a command word. That they are these people who suppress their anger. They don't just give vent to their anger at everything. Everybody around them has to walk on eggshells. And they have to first see what is the weather report for the day. Whether it is bright and sunny, whether it is thunder and lightning, whether it is partly cloudy and mild. See the weather report and then decide how to conduct themselves in the day now. Whether you see far away from the person, because today the weather is thunder and lightning. So now we have to just just rather be away. Take shelter. Oh, if it's bright and shiny, okay, maybe today we can get peace. No, this person has the akhlaq that Nabi Sassu calls. Walkaami mean al-rayl, he suppresses his anger. Walaafi na'in nars, he's somebody who forgives. Wallahu yuhibbul muhsineen. Allah Ta'ala loves those who make ihsan. So he loves us. The same Quran Sharif gives us the command Kindness to one's parents. Same Quran. Dealing with one's parents, kindly. <coughs> 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 
how to talk towards parents of Quranic believers. The same Quran that gave us the command of Salah and Zakat and fasting and Hajj. Amal al Quran now, this is also Amal al Quran. Don't even say oh to them. Don't rebuke them. Speak kindly to them. Make dua for them. Wakul Rabbi Rahmanumah Tama Rabbayani Sabira. Same Quran. This is something that we, the dua of parents, the dua of the mother, is a thing which we are very cherished. Unfortunately, nowadays, is a minor Just on this note, one incident which is very, very inspiring, very something to take a very big lesson from. There was an island from Badina Manovara, he passed away a few years back, and he had come to South Africa. This was about five, six years ago. So I met him for the first time, somebody introduced him. So while just talking now, we were sitting, he mentioned that he is now waiting for Hajj. He was leaving from South Africa on his way for Hajj. So he said, well, just now somebody else asked me also, because they were familiar with him, they asked him, how many Hajj have you performed thus far? So they knew him before Hajj, they knew for a while that now he was waiting for Hajj, they waiting for Hajj again. How many Hajj have you made thus far? So he said, well, this year, Allah Ta'ala Safi, it will be 46 Hajj. 46 Hajj? So he says, that person, in a light-hearted manner, he said, well, what we've heard him, that in Alam Allah, where all the stones were gathered, when the call for Hajj was given, if somebody's stone said, the big ones, he'll go for Hajj once. Somebody's stone said, it tried, he'll go twice. Somebody said, ten times, he'll go ten times. It seems like your rule never stops seeing the big. So he said, well, that would be perhaps. But he says, apparently, for me, there's a different reason for this also. Another reason for this is that Allah Ta'ala has blessed me with this. So what is that? So then he gave a very long detailed account, which was just to summarize it, his mother had become very sick when he was still a young boy. Just serving his youth, he's 30, 40 years old, what aspirations he has, what ability, what kind of temptations are in front of him, what or not he wants to do. His mother was very ill. And he dedicated himself to his mother, mother's head. But every spare moment, he was at his mother's bedside. She had become bedridden, and to the extent that he came after some time, even if she needed to just turn position, she couldn't be done all. She needed somebody to help her. He said, I would often be there at her bedside and just taking care of her, doing whatever I could for her. He says, every time this would carry on, <laughs> every now and again, she would give me one dua. But now to understand the context in which he said it, since he lived in a very remote area of Pakistan and in a village, very poor family, and in that time now he was already five, six years ago, it was probably six hundred. He's talking about fifty years old story, maybe more than that. He says that in that whole vast area, perhaps one or two people would go for Hajj. Because nobody could afford it. And if somebody went for Hajj and came, it was a very, very big thing. Now they don't know who went and when he came back. So in any case, he says that this was such a very unique thing that somebody went for Hajj. And at the same time, the people like us, he said at that time, it was one of the most distant things from your mind that you could think that you were one day go. He said, in any case, often I would be making the treatment of my mother. Sometimes she wanted something, you know, give it to her. And she would once in a while make this dua and she would tell me 
اللہ تعالیٰ سیکھیوں کو حج لیکن ہم نے یہ پوچھو کسی کے دعا ہے اللہ تعالیٰ سیکھیوں کو حج اسی لیے مجھے کرسمس
then many values are being sacrificed. And material is becoming the value. And among the values that are becoming sacrificed is the value of parents, of respecting parents, serving parents. This is indeed something that we need to bring alive again. So among the Quran, this is the right of the Quran that we bring the entire Quran alive. The akhlaq that is described in the Quran the mu'amalah, the correct dealings. Don't eat up anybody's wealth around you. Don't do any haram transactions. Don't touch anything that is forbidden. The aspect of water, dealing with people, how to interact with people. And, وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ That fear Allah in whose name you ask one another of favors. And fear Allah with regard to family relationships. Quran Tariq is speaking about this. All these things, whether it's Vajra, whether it's Akhlaq, aspects of Sabar and Shukra in the Quran Tariq, aspect of Tawakkul in the Quran Tariq. So to bring all this alive is Amal to the Quran. Then together with Amal to the Quran, the right of the Quran Tariq is the Tilawat of the Quran Tariq. Let us ask ourselves, Alhamdulillah, many mashallah have a very regular ma'amun, very regular practice that they make tilawah in the Quran daily and a good amount of tilawah they make daily. But there is some of us still ask ourselves today, how much tilawah are Already now, something. How much tilawah are today? How much are yesterday? Yesterday was the day of Jumu'ah. In this whole week, how much tilawah are This whole month, how much tilawah are and since Ramadan to now, how much tilawat have Allah Ta'ala save us. Perhaps some of us might be wondering that did I make any tilawat. This is something that's a sad situation. We have to bring tilawat to the Quran Sharif This is among the greatest difference of Allah Ta'ala. And the Quran Sharif becomes the means of purification of the heart. The tilawat of the Quran Sharif. With or without understanding the meaning, it has tremendous benefit. Indeed, a person knows the meaning of the Quran Sharif, this merely increases the benefit. But a person doesn't understand the meaning of one word. And the Adil thing is that when the Rishnasu gives the example, or rather when he explains the reward of recitation of the Quran Sharif, the Rishnasu says the person recites one letter of the Quran Sharif, he gets rewarded with ten rewards. And La Akum Ali Dham Neem Harkam. Let me start with this example of Alif Lam Mim. This is not all one letter. Now, Alif Lam Mim open all the tafsir of the Quran Tariq. Surah Bakara Sata of Alif Lam Mim, Yarik of Kitab, Yarik of Ki. The Mufasir start of Alif Lam Mim. What is the meaning of Alif Lam Mim? Say Allah Ahlamu bin Muradi Kitidani. Allah Ta'ala knows best what he means. This is a secret between Allah Ta'ala and Alif Lam Mim. The example of Alif Lam Mim gives of the reward for recitation of the Quran Tariq. Is that part of the Quran, the meaning of which we don't know? The meaning of which the Mufassirin say we don't know? Only Allah Ta'ala knows. But the reward, let me start with giving us some sacrifice. The lesson in the scenes, even without knowing the meaning of the Quran, this should be part and parcel of a person's life, that he decides the Quran is daily. The house wherein there is no Quran is like a deserted house. A deserted house becomes a haunted house. A haunted house is a place where all jinnat and all kinds of evil spirits 
when you are home, there are all this kind of difficulties, how much of quarantine is alive in our homes? If the house is inhabited, these things don't come. The inhabitation of the house is the quarantine. So daily, the quarantine is to bring it alive, the inhabitation of the quarantine, some part of daily. If you don't have any mountain at the moment, there is nothing that we are doing on a daily basis, even one to pages for a start. And slowly bring it up. So this is the requirement and the heart of the Qur'an-Kirim, the right of the Qur'an-Kirim. Imam al-Hanifa Abdullah says, apart from the month of Ramadan, at least in the course of the year, a person should be making two khatams. If we consider one day today, how many things you've read? How many words you've read? How many pages you've read? How many documents you've read? And how many invoices and whatever other notes you've read? How many words of the Qur'an-Kirim have read? Whereas this is the first thing to decide, our day should commence with the Quranjari. So tilawat of the Quranjari. Thereafter the right of the Quranjari is other than the Quran. The respect for the Quranjari. Here again, this is a sad situation, that the respect of the Quranjari, which was a standard thing in every adult and child frequency. This is the work of our Satellite Quran. Allah Ta'ala give them Burkat in the life, burkat in the health, especially those who taught us from our early days, that Maha Ismail, Kisai Sahib, Ta'am Barakatum, that Maha Dawud Khaja Sahib, Ta'am Barakatum, and other Sahibah, and many, many other elements that used to be here in this community, our parents, Allah, Allah, give them the high faith in the Akhirat. But this was something when in our childhood, we can't remember anybody holding the Quran anywhere else but on his chest. Rakhine Kudam, and being held with respect on his senses. That was the only way that the Quran was held. But unfortunately nowadays, how often it has been witnessed firsthand that the Quran was in a haversack behind the back. In between books, because this has become another textbook. There's a math textbook, there's a science textbook, and then there's a textbook for Diyar, and there's a textbook for Quran for the Quran period. It has become another textbook Allah Ta'ala Qabad. And it therefore handled like a textbook. Just any textbook. This is unfortunately a very tragic situation. We have to change this. We have to make our children conscious of it. We have to keep checking how is the child handling the Quran. We have to handle it correctly. Keep it correctly. Make sure it is wrapped with respect. It is kept with other. It is held with respect and it is recited with respect. Unfortunately, this again is no fatwa. This is not any kind of fatwa of any sort. That is something to seek from the Mufti Quran. But the use of the Quran app on phones, Allah knows that, but this seems to be contributing towards diminishing the respect of the Quran. Person has been reading the Quran and he's just slipping it aside and there's something else on the screen now. And then now he's read, just read the Quran and now whether he's conscious of it or not, but then he put it down deep in his pocket. So, whatever the Quran is in his place, nobody's saying it's impermissible. But today it is this device that he has read the Quran on and he just slipped it in his pocket. Tomorrow, how will he hold the Quran Sharif, which is the heart of your Quran Sharif? 
It's true when you think that in some it's heavy in any way and you won't give it a second thought. So it already is something that is on the slide and this is perhaps contributing to it. As you said, this is no fatwa under a Muslim, but something that's something for us to ponder about, to think has this diminished some degree of the respect of the project in my path. After reading the Quran, they read something else on the screen, and Allah forgot sometimes what comes on the screen. And on the same screen, I mean, nobody, if he has seen some urine being poured inside one glass, no matter how much somebody then washes it, his heart won't feel comfortable after washing it 50 times or so to pour water in the drink. Somebody who, any person with a natural tabiyat, he saw somebody pouring urine in one glass. After somebody washing it 50 times or so, his heart is not working. It's clean now, it's part. Ask any Muslim in the world. He sees 100% part and then washed and washed again, thoroughly cleansed. But his heart can't get to it. He just feels uncomfortable. He feels very, very uncomfortable. Now, what not comes on the screen? Not necessarily that it's always deliberate. But what comes on the screen? And on the same screen, the Kalam of Allah Ta'ala is being displayed. It's very uncomfortable with the heart. So this is something that too brings this adab of the Quran in the life. Adab, ba adab, ba nasib. Be adab, be nasib. A person who has been blessed with adab, then his dog of good fortune over. person who has been deprived of adab, then misfortune is over his lot. He will be deprived. So this other and other of the Quran is what can be something more important. The other and the Kalah the one incident that is very well known as a Bishop Hafi Rahmatullahi, great body of his time. And his initial life was a life that was far away from him. He was somebody addicted to his bottle. That was his life. Somebody needed to look for him, they find him in the pub. And one day he is coming back home in a almost drunken state, or complete drunken state, whatever he was. And as coming home, he sees something lying in the mud. And he picks it up and he, he sees that this is some eye of the progeny. The name word of Allah He picks it up in that condition of his, he brings it home, cleans it, perfumes it and keeps it away with respect in the high place. And then he goes to sleep in the condition of this. And then he dreams that he's been told to vision, you honor our word, we will honor you. The next morning he wakes up with a different feeling in his heart. He's no more interested in his previous life. He seeks out the Alba of the time and he joins the company and in time he becomes among the greatest of the world of the time. What became the turning point? The turning point became Adab. Adab became the turning point in his life that took him from the gutter and put him onto the high pedestal. Adab is a very great. Adab for all the aspects of being. Allah says those who honor the symbols of Allah. The symbols of Allah are the Muslim, the Quran the day of Jumu'ah, the symbol of being. Symbol meaning that which 
is directly associated with leaving a person here the Adam, any person as long as he also knows this is something to do with Islam. These all the symbols of Deen. To respect that Adam. At the time of written an incident, there was one woman illiterate and unlearned as such. She is now on her deathbed. She never spoke Arabic her whole life. And now on her deathbed, she is saying something which those around can understand that she is saying something in Arabic, but they don't know what she is saying. Because they don't know Arabic themselves. And she never spoke Arabic her whole life. So now they call somebody, some island who was in the community, please come and hear what she is saying. When he comes and he listens to what she is saying, she is looking out and saying, Inna haadeni wadulayni yakulani kulkuli al-jannah. That these two people, which two people only she can see. Nobody else is able to see who she is talking about. But she is saying in clear Arabic that these two people are saying to me, go to Jannah, in the Jannah. This carried on for a while and she passed away. This was extremely amazing. This was something unique. She never spoke Arabic her whole life. And now in her last moments in clear Arabic she is saying these people are saying to me, enter Jannah. So now this became a very important thing to find out now what's behind it. So, and I asked, what is something special about her? She showed one very person, she fulfilled her duties of being, she did her household work, it was her life. There must be something special about her. What's special about her, when the Adam would be called, she would stop whatever she is doing. And together with that, she wouldn't allow anybody else to do anything else. Everybody must listen to the Adam and be part of it. She must listen to see that special respect she showed to the Adam, Allah Ta'ala made this apparent in this manner. It won't always become apparent in dunya. But sometimes for ibrah, for a lesson to others, Allah Ta'ala makes these things apparent. So Allah Ta'ala made this apparent in this way because she showed this special Adam. So this adab and this respect is a very big thing. Unfortunately, in the masjid, how many places they this kind of complaint that now this phone has become such a musibah, people are sitting in the masjid, and one is chatting on social media or whatever else, even sitting in the masjid and involved in looking at haram. What a terrible situation this is. If this doesn't draw down the wrath of Allah, Allah what else will be? These are things that we need to start becoming conscious of, respect for the Adam, respect for the Masjid, respect for the Quran respect for all the things of being. And then the other aspect of Quran is Tabliyah Al-Quran. Just as Aman bin Quran is the right of the Quran and Adab of the Quran the love of the Quran likewise conveying the Quran Conveying it to others, this too is our responsibility, this too is the right of the Quran Nabi Qasim says, You are familiar with one ayat, the meaning of one ayat, or the lesson of one ayat, convey it. Whatever you are familiar with, correctly, you have the correct knowledge of it, whatever it might be, how it might be. That correct knowledge which has flowed from the Quran Karim, by Rasulullah, expounded by Yorama Ikram, you convey that. That too is part of conveying the Quran Karim. This is something which is the hak and the right of the Quran Within our own households, to convey this Quran Simple way of that is the regular daily ta'lim in the home. The ta'lim is nothing but the 
lessons of the Quran Khalid. The street follows the Mughal Quran. Bring the Talib alive. And the Talib coming alive is a means of safety from so many fitnas. And a means of so much of burden. And this is something which is there's no reference that I can give for this, but something of experience. There have been several, meaning a good number of homes where there was a major domestic problem. So, in any case, people were dying, whatever they were dying, whatever to do. But one particular thing that they were asked to do very, very diligently was being alive to study, have the study here. And some did it, some didn't. But all everything finally came calm down. Not necessarily it came 100% right, but when there was a point of breathing, it came down to a tolerable level. The common factor in all these situations was the time of taking this. The benefit of this, obviously, I don't think that we done as well, but in all those cases where things settled and calmed down, one common factor in all of this time was happening. So, this is something to bring alive this work of power of the Mughal It's work of power of the Mughal that has made a great Nama first to become part of this, to become part and parcel of conveying being in all the ways that we can with our customers, with people that we work with, and to bring alive and being in our own homes, in our communities, throughout the world. This too is the right of the Quran. So, these are the folk and the right of the Quran. Allah will give us a copy. Right at the beginning, we spoke about Iman with Quran to bring. The correct Iman in our lives, bring alive the correct Iman and check what is the correct. Whether we have the correct Iman, our children especially. The aspect of what's going on in the schools, etc. Let us take this very seriously, let us check. And we spoke about Amal the Quran, bringing alive Amal and action in the Quran in all aspects. And then was the Tilawah of the Quran Let us now already decide in our heart and minds what time today I will make some Tilawah, but I haven't already made it. Because we need it for tomorrow, tomorrow never comes. There's a little ball sometimes they have in some stalls that catch today, credit tomorrow. So now the person who comes tomorrow will see the same time. <laughs> catch today, credit tomorrow. So he'll carry on coming to the Yamat also, but that means he will have to still come tomorrow. That tomorrow never comes. So when things are put off for tomorrow, sometimes it becomes like this side of catch today, credit tomorrow. So let us already decide in our heart and mind this Amal, this already intention of Amal tonight, before I sleep, which time I will make some tilawah of the Quran to make this Mashaq. And inshallah I will continue with it daily. Allah Ta'ala give us a coffee and together with that will be adab of the Quran and conveying the Quran Allah Ta'ala give us a coffee for making Amal of all this.